This is section 65 of Mark Twain Speaking. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Dinner Speech National Wholesale Druggists Association Banquet Washington, D.C., circa September 1890 Read by John Greenman About a thousand years ago, approximately, I was apprenticed to a printer's devil to learn the trade in common with three other boys of about my own age there came to the village a long-legged individual of about nineteen from one of the interior counties fish-eyed no expression and without the suggestion of a smile couldn't have smiled for a salary we took him for a fool and thought we would try to scare him to death we went to the village druggist and borrowed a skeleton the skeleton didn't belong to the druggist but he had imported it for the village doctor because the doctor thought he would send away for it having some delicacy about using the price of a skeleton at that time was fifty dollars I don't know how high they go now, but probably higher on account of the tariff. We borrowed the skeleton about nine o'clock at night, and we got this man, Nicodemus Dodge was his name, we got him downtown, out of the way, and then we put the skeleton in his bed. He lived in a little one-storied log cabin in the middle of a vacant lot. We left him to get home by himself. We enjoyed the result in the light of anticipation, but by and by we began to drop into silence. The possible consequences were preying upon us. Suppose that it frightens him into madness, overturns his reason, and sends him screeching through the streets. We shall spend sleepless nights the rest of our days everybody was afraid by and by it was forced to the lips of one of us that we had better go at once and see what had happened loaded down with crime we approached that hut and peeped through the window that long-legged critter was sitting on his bed with a hunk of gingerbread in his hand and between the bites he played a tune on a jew's harp there he sat, perfectly happy, and all around him on the bed were toys and gimcracks and striped candy. The darn cuss, he had gone and sold that skeleton for five dollars. The druggist's fifty-dollar skeleton was gone. We went in tears to the druggist and explained the matter. We couldn't have raised that fifty dollars in two hundred and fifty years. We were getting board and clothing for the first year, clothing and board for the second year, and both of them for the third year. The druggist forgave us on the spot, but he said he would like us to let him have our skeletons when we were done with them. There couldn't be anything fairer than that. We spouted our skeletons and went away comfortable uh, but from that time the druggist's prosperity ceased this was 
one of the most unfortunate speculations he ever went into after some years one of the boys went and got drowned and that was one skeleton gone and i tell you the druggist felt pretty badly about it a few years after another of the boys went up in a balloon he was to get five dollars an hour for it when he gets back they will be owing him one million dollars the druggist's property was decreasing right along after a few more years the third boy tried an experiment to see if a dynamite charge would go it went all right they found some of him perhaps a vest pocketful still it was enough to show that some more of that estate had gone the druggist was getting along in years and he commenced to correspond with me i have been the best correspondent he has he is the sweetest natured man i ever saw always mild and polite and never wants to hurry me at all i get a letter from him every now and then and he never refers to my form as a skeleton says well how is it getting along is it in good repair i got a night-rate message from him recently said he was getting old and the property was depreciating in value and if i could let him have a part of it now he would give time on the balance think of the graceful way in which he does everything the generosity of it all you cannot find a finer character than that it is the gracious characteristic of all druggists so out of my heart i wish you all prosperity and every happiness end of dinner speech read by john greenman